Good morning. Welcome welcome to my world, Steffi's world. I'm your host, Stephanie Cosby. It is 10.53 on a Monday morning. I hope you guys are well. I'm okay. It is looking very cloudy here, which we're due in this area to get uh, rain until Wednesday. Following um, yesterday's Hurricane Ida. The title of today's podcast is Now What? Being that this is the day after. Yesterday, Hurricane Ida made landfall in Louisiana outside of New Orleans. I don't have the exact location. I believe it was Grand Isle or it was close to it. Ida was a category for a hurricane and it stalled over that area for hours. They took a beating. This happened um, to the exact anniversary date of Hurricane Katrina, which was a Hurricane five, uh, Category 5 hurricane in 2005 that caused devastation in New Orleans and surrounding areas 16 years ago. I sat last night looking at YouTube videos and finally I found a channel that had a scanner audio and was going through tweets to try to get information out to help people. People were literally taking to social media to try to get help. They were trapped in their homes. Some of them was um, cutting through the attic and on top of their houses and they needed help. I don't have the... um, channel actual name i just remember it said something about um i'm trying to think how he had a word it no agenda or something like that and i think his name was looker uh the guy that was talking but um i stayed on that channel for a while because like i said he was about sharing the information and trying to get it out the official said that there will be no rescues until daybreak meeting this morning they weren't even going to try to get out because they were still getting battered uh last night with um almost like hurricane force winds i know uh, by the time i shut it down the winds were still up over 100 miles per hour so they couldn't get out in that i heard reports and i can't verify that the cajun navy was out rescuing people uh last night the tweets were heartbreaking they were really heartbreaking to read people were tweeting their exact location and a area La Place the levees failed and that's when the water came in and started the flooding that they wasn't braced for so that's how a lot of people ended up with water in their houses and rising water at that along with the storm and on top of this by this time where the uh hurricane made landfall probably around lunchtime this was nighttime when all this was happening so you don't want to be in your house with rising water you cannot see and you got to try to get to higher ground you may ask yourself after that kind of long night now what for me following hurricane michael when i opened my eyes the next morning i was on the floor at my sister's It took me a minute to even realize where I was. Then it hit me of all what I had gone through less than 24 hours before. Today, 
will probably start the cleanup process. Because the day is going to be a day of assessment of damage. You're not going to be able to go out and maneuver too much until they try to get the roads clear. And they really don't want a bunch of people on the road. From what I've seen, it looked like here. Every tree and every power line looks like it's down. And that is incredibly uh, dangerous. The state police is literally trying to clear the interstate. And they have chainsaws. The state police is having to get out there and do that. We actually walked from my sister's house to my parents' house, which is maybe a couple miles top. And that was just to get the valuables out that we could and to try to secure the location. You know, when we ran out of there, the house was wide open. You're not thinking, let me lock up the house. You're not even thinking along them lines. You're trying to think, I need to get out of here with my life. So, um, we had to walk. You're dodging every power line because those are live wires that are on the ground. And it was eerie. My childhood home, the house I had walked in a hundred times, it seemed unrecognizable. My mother hadn't even had a chance to do the breakfast dishes. A plate, and I'll never forget it, was on the table and it was a piece of toast that was sitting on it. It looks like it was frozen in time. And we walked in and we was basically it was me my sister and i believe my son might have went and a couple of my nephews and we just went to work as far as doing what we need to do i went ahead and um my car was completely blocked in until they cut the trees away and i heard the beautiful sound of chainsaws on the street once they uh cut them and cleared me a path i can get the car out but i went out there and i sat and I began listening to the radio station that's based at the college. And that's where I got a lot of my information of what do you do next. Today would be a good day to go ahead and reach out to your insurance company. If you have insurance here, they went ahead and set up a location of where they had representatives ready to go ahead and start your claim. Even if you have to walk there, if you could get there, they were there. And it was literally the day after they set up and did that. Also, um, I just heard on the um, news station that I'm watching on YouTube, disaster relief is set up, which is AKA FEMA. You need to do that as possible, as soon as possible, because you're going to need that number. You're going to need that number till you can physically get in there to meet with a representative. So um, that was something that I learned. We had never dealt with FEMA. So yeah, um, you need that. It's disaster assistance. And that would be something if you could do today because you can start the process online. I'm hearing that phone service is sporadic. A lot of people aren't able to make calls, but they can text. AT&T put something out that I heard on the news and I saw myself that you're not going to have to worry about your data uh, limits from now until September 4th. So that gives you enough time to take care of business. And that's what I would suggest that you do. As soon as they clear the road, resources will be able to get in there to you. T-Mobile came in like the Calvary and set up hotspots. We also had comfort stations that had charging stations for your phone and your electronics, and um, that helped out a lot. Chef Andrea's World Kitchen organization is there. 
check with your local news and social media to find out where because i'm quite sure as soon as they can they will set up and serve um, meals great organization they fed us here and salvation army mercy chefs and some others so try to find out where they are once i got my car and became mobile it's a challenge trying to get around traffic lights are out everybody's out and i just didn't go far or stay out long when i when i became um, mobile what's going to piss you off for those of you trying to come back in to the city whenever that happens we left for a couple days due to no power no water and when we tried to come back tourists looky-loos volunteers and it was just gridlock to where two occasions we couldn't even get back in so i'm telling you right now it's going to be a problem if you've left when you try to return the vultures come out you're gonna have people approaching you about um insurance deal shady contractors people looking for work and all i could do is tell you to be careful because a lot of them come to disaster areas to take advantage of people and the situation you may not understand my angle or where i'm coming from or why i'm even talking about this and that's okay i had a person to tell me probably about six or seven months after i went through everything that i wouldn't be blessed until i stopped being a victim that was short for aka i'm sick of hearing about it and her protege told me the storm is behind me and to just forget it guess what it's not i cannot deal with high winds i probably have ptsd from being in the house that came apart i'm not okay and this going on three years later it's not that i'm stuck in that space it's just how i'm wired and it's just how i process everything and you're right i'm not a victor i survived and i can help others and that's why i could tell the ones that maybe don't know what they're going to through what they're about to go through maybe i can help somebody else so that's why i'm talking See, not only did my parents lose their home, we had to live together for two years after that because of the difficulties of trying to get on their own and get another place to stay. Here had a backlog of trying to get houses built for at least a year or more. See, these are the things that you don't know and no one tells you. That's a conversation for another time. There's no affordable housing anymore in this area. So I couldn't move out on my own. My neighborhood still has challenges and is still undergoing changes, which is not going to be good to us, the residents. It's not going to be in our favor. So my heart is with the people affected in Louisiana. I heard the same thing. Why didn't you all just leave? Why do you continue to live there? I would just leave. It was a family decision to decide to ride that storm out. We knew full well that once we got in the thick of it, we could not call 911 or any emergency services to come and and help us. We knew that. I continued to live in this area because I was born and raised here. It's home. 
I even left and came back. And newsflash, right about now, everywhere has challenges. I don't know of a place you can move that isn't overrun with COVID, that isn't run with other weather events. I uh, previously lived in Detroit before this. Detroit infrastructure problems is causing flooding every time you turn around do you think i want to deal with that i can i can stay here and deal with that so everywhere has challenges if you don't believe in climate change you better look at the intensity of these hurricanes hurricane michael hit us october that's late in the hurricane season especially to have one that powerful October and they're at fours and fives which is detrimental you're talking about winds yesterday uh, the winds stayed at 150 that's why so much destruction that's why it's buildings on the ground your structures aren't even built for that also a lot of these cities have terrible infrastructure problems and you find out just how bad it is when something happens they don't upkeep they don't maintain and then when something catastrophic happens here we are I will continue to stay on social media and pass along information that's really all I could do right now with this with uh, the accepts. I can donate but right now I got some challenges where I don't even know if that's gonna be possible I wouldn't mind um, having boots on the ground but like I said I don't think that that's gonna happen right now so that's just an overview of what's to come in the long days ahead and it's gonna be some long days ahead and especially with them not having a um, estimated date with the power and what's weird is you have tourists there that are clamoring now to get out i would like to know who does not check the weather before they go somewhere and i'm talking about at least a week out you should have known that this was coming i knew that it was swirling in the gulf and was scared that it was going to take a turn towards us so who, who would know now you want to know when flights are out when what's uh leaving first of all there's no flights today the airport is not even attempting to open today Next, until those roads are clear, they're not letting any traffic in and out of the city. That ain't happening. So until they get those roads clear, you can't rent a car to get out of the city. Plus, a lot of these places that can't go online and don't have backup methods, they're just not going to be open. So can you even rent a car at this juncture? But you have to be smart about things. Check the weather before you go on vacation. Mm might as well help with the volunteer efforts while you're down there just a thought if you would not like to connect with me you can find me at cosby c-o-s-b-double-e on twitter i'm stephanie cosby on all of the social media platforms and i am miss cosby on insta if you find yourself stopped by the police try to uh get out of that stop safely make it home alive delta variant is still running rampant your mask should be worn over your mouth and over your nose one of my sayings is stay safe, stay home, and stay well. But since I'm talking to the people that's going through this, they're going to have to be out. The biggest thing what I can suggest is try to sanitize and try to wear your mask. Because COVID is still running rampant, even with this happening. 
Lastly, try to love one another. Louisiana and surrounding areas really need us right now, and we really got to come together and help them. We helped them 16 years ago, and we need to help them now. Find a trusted organization to give to. We're going to get into that about what happens to all the money with floods um, and disasters, but the people like us never see it. To the next time, peace. Thank you.